On today's show, The Secret of Happiness. This is Coaching for Leaders, episode 134. Produced by Innovate Learning, maximizing human potential. Greetings to you from Orange County, California. This is Coaching for Leaders, and I'm your host, Dave Stahoviak. This is a weekly coaching show to help us all be better leaders through improved communication, human relations, and personal productivity, the people side of business, organizations, of making things happen beyond just having all of the right spreadsheets correct and having the inventory right and having the perfect project management system. It's the people part of our jobs that as leaders are going to allow us to be able to take full advantage of the skills, resources that people bring to the organization, not for just our benefit, but for their benefit too. And if that is something that you are interested in, if you have learned other things in your life and in your career and been trained in other areas, but have never examined how to look at how you're approaching people and using your uh, your leadership attitudes effectively. This is the show for you. And I'm so glad that you tuned in today because there are so many wonderful things coming up on this show in the coming weeks. Lots of great guests I have lined up. And those of you who listen to this show regularly uh, and are part of this community know that each week I usually have a guest or have a topic where I'll uh, we'll have about a 30 or 45 minute show. And I'll, I'll tell you, this week's going to be a little bit shorter show because this week's topic, something that happened to me that reminded me of something that's just oh so important in how we show up in the world, in the work world, but also in our personal lives too. So this week, a story and a few thoughts. It was Friday morning this uh, late this past week, and I walked into Luke's bedroom as I do uh, most mornings, since I usually get him out of bed, he's just over two years old now, and uh, he often is awake by the time I'll walk into his room, and he is usually doing something, and often it's reading a book or looking out the window, but on Friday morning, he had made it into his closet and had pulled out his swim shirt and his swimming shorts and his swim hat, and when I opened the door and the lights went on uh, on Friday morning, he uh, held the swimsuit up to me in the air as I walked in the room and said, swimming, <laughs> as, is he, as in he wanted me to take him swimming right then at seven in the morning on Friday. And it was so adorable. And I so wish I could have just jumped right into the car with him and didn't have another care in the world and we could have gone swimming right then. And of course, as life is... Uh, you know, we all had commitments that day. And so I said to Luke, you know, Luke, uh, we should go swimming this weekend. We're not going to be able to do it today because daddy's going up to an appointment up in LA and have some other commitments. And mommy has some things she needs to do. And we've got a busy day scheduled, but let's go swimming this weekend. And as, as I was sitting there thinking, I was starting to imagine the weekend and taking Luke swimming and maybe spending a few hours at the pool and the two of us just having so much fun and maybe Bonnie coming with us, maybe taking the baby too. And I was telling Bonnie as uh, when I was talking with her later in the morning, I said, 
you know, I, this t tomorrow, Saturday, I'm going to, I think I'm going to take Luke to the pool and, you know, maybe we'll go in the morning and we're just going to have a ton of fun and, you know, spend a couple hours and, you know, we don't have anything going on. And she looked at me sort of weird and said, I thought we had something going on this weekend. And I said, well, I don't, I don't think so. Uh, she said, no, let me look at my calendar. I feel like something's going on. And, and sure enough, she says, you have an all day training event this Saturday. You have your all day certification event. And I, I looked at her and I said, oh yeah, I do have that going on. Now I would have remembered by the time Saturday had rolled around because of course I was in meetings all day Friday and was with people that was going to be with me Saturday. And uh, what this training event is, as many of you know, I've been associated with the Dale Carnegie organization for almost 10 years now. It's been a wonderful, wonderful blessing to me in my career and is one of the reasons that I get to do this show and to bring this to you each week because of the knowledge and the experiences I've had working with Dale Carnegie. And one of the things that we all do as Dale Carnegie instructors each year is we need to go through a full day annual recertification to keep our skills sharp and to continue to learn, uh, sometimes relearn, get coaching, get feedback to become more effective in the roles that we are in. And it is a great thing that the organization does. Virtually no other training organizations do it where they require people to go through recertification every single year, train, help people get better. It is a fabulous system. It is the right thing to do. It is, uh, it, is, it, is, it is positive. It brings a lot of value to our clients and to ourselves. And I uh, don't look forward to it every single year because it's always on a Saturday. It always ends up being on a weekend day that is a weekend that we were planning to do something else. And I have a pretty bad attitude about it. And, and I know this. So, um, so each year it happens and I'm like, oh no, it's this weekend. I need to spend the whole day going in. I'm going to learn things. I'm going to, we're going to talk about things I already know. And this this year in particular, because you know what Luke had said the day before, and I was like, "Oh, we've got finally got a free weekend. We can spend time going to the pool. We can do all these fun things." And I was going to be in this training all day Saturday, and so of course I went. And you know, the first part of the day um, for these trainings, it, almost the same thing happens to me every year. And this part was this time was no different. Is I get to the event, and of course. You know, uh, there's some good dialogue going on. I'm learning some new things. We're going through some exercises. And I think it was probably about an hour or two into the day that I realized that people were having some really good dialogue about just what they do in the classroom, how they work with people, how they coach others. And I'm with 20 other instructors. There's just, you know, decades and decades and decades of wisdom in the room, thousands and thousands of hours of training and coaching experience and facilitation experience and working with people. And about two hours in, someone said something and I thought, wow, that would be, that's something I've, I've thought about before, but I had never thought about maybe writing an article about that. And so I wrote it down on the piece of paper in front of me. And then maybe 20 minutes later, someone else said, said something and I realized that that would be a wonderful topic to do a podcast on because this, you know, that, that topic we had never covered on this show. And that, I thought, wow, that would be wonderful for this community to get that perspective on. 
And sure enough, as the day went on, the second half of the day in particular, I just started listening from the perspective of how do I get as much value from this as I can and get ideas of things I can bring to the Coaching for Leaders community, the things I can bring to my clients, the things that I can bring to my family, the perspective that will help me to show up and be more effective in the world than I have been up till now. And at the end of the day, at five o'clock, I had eight pages of notes written. The most notes I've probably ever written going to a one-day training event. So much value in there that it's going to take me probably an hour or so just to go through the notes, to sift through, to think about all the article ideas, all the podcast ideas, all the training ideas, everything that'll go into my master list and editorial systems and figuring out how I can show up and be of great value to people. And as I was driving home, Saturday evening and heading back to spend time with our family for the rest of the evening, I was thinking about the sign that I used to see on my father's desk when he was working. My dad worked for the McDonald's Corporation for over three decades and was an executive with McDonald's. And when I would go to his office when I was a kid, I remember that at his desk, uh, posted up there, was a sign. And the sign says, Happiness isn't doing what you like. Happiness is liking what you do. And I have to admit that I never really understood that as a kid. I think I mentioned this on the show before. But as I've gotten older, I've understood the appreciation of that. And one person who's really been instrumental in helping me understand that appreciation was a professor I had in graduate school. And his name is Vance Caesar. Vance is a executive coach and based out here in Southern California, a great guy and a wonderful mentor and has written a book called The High Achiever's Guide to Happiness. I'll put a a link to it in the show notes. Uh, One of the stories that Vance tells that I won't do justice to here, but is uh, early in his education when he was in college, he had a coach that confronted him early on in life, a football coach, and had confronted Vance on some of the language that he was using when he would talk about what he had to do each day. Uh, Vance used to use the language of, uh, you know, coach, I've got to go to practice. I've got to do this. I've got to do that. And his coach at that time in his life really hammered home from him that uh, happiness wouldn't be talking about the got-tos he has to do in his life. Happiness was about what he gets to do. It's not that you got to go to practice today. It's that you get to go to practice. And Vance talks in his book about how that perspective change was huge for him on creating happiness in his life. I've been really privileged in my career to work with so many neat talented, highly educated people that are doing just amazing things out in the world. Many of you who listen to this show and tune in each week. And the people who are influencing the world the most, the ones that get the most done, the ones that month after month, year after year, are the ones that consistently are the high performers, from my experience, are not the people who had the highest GPAs in college, although 
many of them did have high GPAs. They're not the people with the most degrees, although many of them do have degrees. And they're not necessarily the people who have the fanciest titles, although some of them do. But the real correlation that I've noticed is that the people who are doing the most to produce amazing results for themselves and for their organizations are the ones that show up most days in the workplace and with their families with enthusiasm and with the right attitude. I run into people all the time who have all the right credentials and experience, but mediocre or negative attitudes about their work. You know these people. (laughs) You work with them. There's at least one person in your organization that is like that, if not more of them. And aren't we all those people at least some days? I know I was this past Saturday. I wonder what would have happened differently for me and for the people in that training and for even you as part of this community if I had showed up with that I get to go today attitude the first half of the training. How much more I would have learned that I didn't learn because I had a negative attitude. So we know who these people are and we know that these people are us too. So my question for you is, do you have more get-tos than got-tos? Do you have to give someone feedback today, or do you get to? Do you have to give a big presentation today, or do you get to? Do you have to resolve a conflict today, or do you get to? Do you have to go to work today? Or do you get to? You are in the place you are. You are in the role you are in your organization because you are the right person for that role. Or at the very least, you are the best person for that role right now. And I know many of you listening uh, will say, hey, I wasn't prepared for this role. I didn't even want to manage. I didn't even want to lead. And yet there you are. You are there because you are the right person. You are the best person right now to be able to influence in the best possible way with what limited knowledge, experience, tools, attitudes you may have. You are that person for yourself, for the organization, and for the people who depend on you. And so the thing about leadership is there are things that we are going to take time. Experience takes time. Knowledge takes time to build. And the more we can have of both of those, the better off we are as how we lead and influence others. Yet one thing that we can change so quickly and is so central to the success of so many of the leaders that I know is the attitude that we show up with and how happy we are. Happiness isn't about the money, the position, the external measures, the research shows this unhappiness. It's about the attitude that we bring. And so what is the secret of happiness? In my book, the secret of happiness is having more get-tos than got-tos. So my question for you this week is, do you have more get-tos than got-tos in your work, with the tasks you're going to do today, 
with the relationships and the activities and the dialogue that you'll have with your family members and friends and colleagues. So this week's question is, what will you do this week to turn a got to into a get to? I hope you'll take a moment to answer that question at coachingforleaders.com slash 134. This is episode 134. And take a moment to think of what is it that is a got to for you? We all have them. What's your got to and what could you do this week that would turn it into a get to? Is it a matter of just changing your attitude? Is there something else you'd need to do? Share your thoughts with the community, coachingforleaders.com slash 134. And of course, if you have comments, questions, or feedback on this show in general or any of the shows in the past or feedback about a future episode, I would love to get that feedback from you as well too, coachingforleaders.com slash feedback. And in fact, that's a really great link to go to this week because if you've been listening the last few weeks, you know that next week's episode is going to be an all question and answer show. And I'm going to be here. Likely, Bonnie will be back, too, uh, next week for episode 135. It's an all-Q&A show on the topic of training. So anything you've ever wanted to know about training or you've wondered about, what kind of training to look into? How should you administer training? What should you do when you have employees going through training in order to keep them on track? Uh, What do you want to be thinking around as far as budgeting for training? Uh, What kind of strategy do you want to use when putting together a training session? How should you conduct it logistically? What should the room look like? If there are things you want to know about training, how does it work online? Uh, Bonnie and I have had a bunch of experience in the training industry over the last couple of decades, and we would be thrilled to answer your questions. So um, have a bunch of them already. More and more questions keep coming in. I would just love to load up next week's show with tons of questions. And don't worry, if you've got a great question, send it in. We will find a way to get to it, uh, even if we don't get to it on episode 135. So keep those questions coming in at, again, coachingforleaders.com slash feedback. I always love getting them by audio. So there's a link there on the page to be able to leave a audio question as well. Hey, before I let you go this week, a uh, huge thank you for those of you who have subscribed to the weekly update in the midst of the graphics still not working on the weekly update emails. We are working on it. We're troubleshooting. I'm not sure why the pictures aren't showing up, but uh, but the text is the part that's most important. So uh, thank you to Doreen Hill, Marie Lawallen, Angelica Herrera, Lathi Hari, Marie Mayhew, Marcus Little, Michael Dodds, Mary Helms, Zachary Englander, Will Reeves, Jason Mascalas, Tara Tom, Antonio Augusto Guasmares Lima. Antonio, brother, I hope I got that right. <laughs> I hope it was close. Jeff Wolf and John Brady. Thank you so much for subscribing to the weekly update this week. I do publish, as you all know, the uh, weekly update email each Wednesday that will give you uh, something between the shows on how to lead better by giving you some advice on improving your communication, human relations, personal productivity, and some actionable action. You can take actionable action. What kind of grammar is that? Plus, you'll get the notes from this show and every show going forward. So if you'd like to get that in your inbox, just go to coachingforleaders.com slash subscribe. Plus, you'll get instant access to my video overview and downloadable guide on the 10 leadership books 
that will help you get better results from others. Hey, also a shout out to Philippe down in Brazil. Philippe, man, thank you so much for the great review on iTunes and taking a moment to write a sentence or two about the show. So grateful for you, brother. Thank you for doing that. Hey, if the show's been valuable to you as well, please leave a written review on iTunes or Stitcher. You can go to coachingforleaders.com slash iTunes or coachingforleaders.com slash Stitcher. That'll get you to either one, depending on which platform you use. Hey, uh, get those questions in for training for next week's episode 135. Tons of great guests coming in the next few weeks. uh, And I'm really excited for the conversations we'll be having. Looking forward to keeping our dialogue going online. Have a great week.